Hello, welcome to the Shit You May Not Have Seen podcast, where we talk about films you may not have seen. I'm Scott. I'm Joel. Just get right into it. Aye, because we've already been talking for about fucking two hours, man. Aye, what are we watching? We're watching His House from 2020. Congratulations. You're being released as asylum seekers, not as citizens, not yet. You will be sent to a home of our choosing. You must not move from this address. We are good people. Whether or not you're good people, it's not me that needs convincing. It's a palace. This entire house is just for us. It's gonna be nice, you're gonna be happy. As long as you can get along, fit in, be one of the good ones. This is our home. All I can taste is the metal. We'll get used to it. So it was pretty easy to find in the end. I, th- I, th- I thought it had been taken off on media, uh, streaming media. But so, aye, was it still on? Did you it's watch it on Netflix? Netflix? Aye. Right. Still, there was a Netflix film. It was like a Netflix original. Aye. So, aye. Uh, I remember it floating about because I think you you mentioned it. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was ages ago. I think we probably when we just started this podcast. You were saying, like, you check that film out. I was like, aye. And then obviously it popped up. I was like, this was the perfect opportunity. Aye, there you go. Watch it for the podcast. Exactly. Hey, aye, so Made in 2020, directed by a guy called Remy Weeks. It was his first feature film. He'd done uh, some short films and some uh, music videos. Right. But mm. this was his first feature film. And he's not done anything since then. Ah, he's on his IMDb. Like, there's nothing there. Like, a, I mean, I'll put it there now. I like the film. Aye. So, a, a strong a strong first film and then Fucking nothing. Like, four yeah. years later, nothing. I wonder if the pandemic kind of hampered Maybe. his progress, you know, to get anything you, else. You made. think he'd have something in the works, though? Mm. Even writing or something? Yeah, like that, even or on, on, on IMDb, you know, you usually get a kind of upcoming projects thing there's uh, no even anything there man I, I did a wee kind of news search to see if he had anything nothing. announced and there was nothing there was no, no news since mm. this film came out you wonder sometimes when you see that you know because I think what was that other film we did it was the same is it The Ritual The Ritual aye and that was the same wasn't it the guy mm. did like one movie and then it was just like nothing, nothing. And I wonder if they just get so sickened by the process maybe aye I mean I can understand with the upstream colour the guy that directed that he was the same like he, so his first film Primer was like a huge kind of 
out of nowhere hit. Aye. And then he really struggled to get another film made after that. Mm-hmm. Even though he was the kind of cream of the, the underground, the underground scene stuff, at the aye. time, you know, and like the, the studios were talking to him and I'd right. want him to make something else, but he struggled it. It's so, weird, yeah. I mean, he eventually did go into make other stuff like Upstream Colour, which I know wasn't your favourite, but... No, it most definitely was not. But aye, it's, it's funny, these guys make, especially when they're good films, like such good films. Aye, they, then, seem to, they seem to be like mm, right out of the gate. They've made I mean, that, this has a 100% rating on Rotten Tomatoes. Really? Mm-hmm. It was really well received when it came out. Um, right. So you would think some, even Netflix, you think they'd be on it again, like, let's, let's make something else. I know. You know? It could be a combination of things. Maybe he's hard to work with, man. Maybe. You know what I mean? it could, I've seen interviews him when he seems... Seems all right. An all right guy. Is he an English guy? English, yeah. Right, okay. Um, Aye. It's a, pretty much a British-made movie. BBC were involved with it, I think, as well. I think they put some money in. All right. Uh, aye. I, I mean it looks aesthetically I mean I, I mean it's set in a council estate right but mm. but I mean um, but the, has, effect, the effects work it has those wee flights of fancy you know like the, where they're kind of uh, they're having visions and stuff and, aye, and the surreal and it goes very scenes, surreal yeah, aye, like, are it's quite kind of Dali-esque in places 100% yeah. aye and aye, aye, the effects were utilised really really well mm. do you know what I mean what pra- we were talking about practical effects earlier there's a bunch of practical stuff in this aye as well you know, oh totally man totally. augmented by CG but that's the best we're a base of like, that's the best. something practical there to work on aye that's the best way to do it even the, the demon guy that you see at the end like that was a guy in a suit and it looked it looked, looked cool. so much better for it because yeah, if it had been a big CGI monster it would have just been like oh, yeah, there's definitely. another big CGI monster this mm-hmm. looks like a computer game this looks like a film that's it uh, you, see, you see a lot of these kind of lower budget films and they, they, they lean on the CGI-ness of it and it oh, uh, doesn't look good speaking of which man talking about that obviously before we start talking about film I need to bring up just this film that I saw that was fucking awful man called Night Swim that, that came out I think it's called Night Swim or Night Swimming right Kurt Russell's son's in it who's usually pretty good he usually shows mm. up stuff it's pretty Wyatt Russell in it Wyatt Russell mm-hmm. aye um, oh my god like the <laughs> fucking hell because like it only came out last year and it, or, or, no in fact it came out this year it came right out at the start of this year and I was like alright okay that might be alright my oh fucking hell my talk about the CGI is like <laughs> I mean it's so bad that it takes what potentially could have been quite a decent movie and fucking flat out destroys it as, right. as, as soon as the CGI kicks in. Mm. It's like, it's that bad. It's like, oh, the monster's fucking terrible, man. <laughs> Horrible. So aye, CGI can really fuck a movie up. Aye, it can. I mean, it just depends how it's used. Aye, mm. you're saying if it's used to just touch up practical effects, it's fucking mm. excellent. It's great for that. But then you've got people like David Fincher who are using it and there's films you don't think you're, you're watching it and you don't think there's any CG in that scene aye, but then the background yeah, it's all set extension and stuff but, but done really well it doesn't look fake you know it looks like a real aye. it's not the main it's not the main visual thing that you're mm. focusing on it's it's used to pad a a thing out yeah. you know what I mean like aye then it works completely because there's another film um, that, that's f- full of it and it's it's a movie that you when you think it's like it's not even like a fantasy I can't remember the film it is but I was really surprised like you were saying mm. to find out that the actual batch stuff was all CGI because it, yeah. it looked apart mm. but if you're going to use like practical effects like especially in horror or, or sci-fi then it needs it needs to be used with practical I Aye. think mm-hmm. a good case of points um, the second Blade film now that still holds up yeah. I mean you see the effects in that today but that is because that there's lots of practical loads yeah. of practical and it's just tidied up with the, mm. with the CGI do you know what yeah. I mean but if you just rely on CGI yeah, fucking. Aye, like the kind of the classic of that is the Thing sequel oh fucking hell man. where they, they did do all the practical effects but then they and then they shelved it I, they put over the top of those 
yep. effects just replaced them all with CG and when you see there's a video kicking about online and you see all the original stuff that they made because the, the guys being an effects team had a lot of respect for the original film so they wanted to do as much as they could right like in camera um, and so they did all these elaborate puppets and kind of gags and stuff it. and I the, the, the studio for whatever reason decided now nah, we're just going to replace all of that with CG beasties and it, it looks rubbish for well, they, well there you go the, the, the powers that be that, that called that shot clearly weren't fans of the original film oh, because totally. and the guys obviously what you were saying that did mm. the effects knew just how important that would be to people that would go and see that Aye, film yep. that it did have practical effects because that, whenever is, you watch the thing that's that's, what, the, that's what people talk I mean it's not the only thing they talk about no. but it's one of the big things in it is like look at that mad creature that they, they made Aye, you it's know? disgusting mm. and it still looks visceral because it's mm. a real thing yeah. you know it's an actual thing they filmed you know what I mean as yeah. opposed to some vet for fucking computer generated thing do you know what totally, I mean man. fucking hell just put some work into it <laughs> <laughs> especially if you get some you've got a budget yeah why the fuck you know not um, a rag on CG artists because they, they do do put hours and hours and hours into their, their craft as well 100% um, aye. I think where it falls down is if there's maybe not enough budget for them to put the time in that they need to put in aye aye or if they're being asked to do more than really they should be doing aye they're, they're catching too much it's of the, going too far you know catching too much of the the, the weight you know yeah, of yeah. The making the effects work do you know mm. what I mean but it's, yeah. like we were talking about before we came on here about the practical effects stuff it's mm. Becoming quite niche now, isn't it? Yeah, totally. You don't don't see it quite so much in films these days. Which is a total shame if you're people like us. But then young yeah. younger folk don't. They probably they're used to the CGI. Aye, so yeah. And then when they see practical things, that looks shite. Aye, you know, doesn't cool as fuck. Doesn't it so fucking <laughs> clean, shut it. clean your fucking eyes? <laughs> <laughs> aye. But Back to this movie, but his house. Uh, his we're not here to be old men talking uh, about. Old men old, shit. Old, old men film shit. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> talking about his new movie. Aye, so that boy, didn't he? He's not, he's not done anything else. Maybe, maybe he's got something else in the works because, I mean, what a talent. Hope you know? so. Good, Hope good, so. He had good vision. Definitely, yeah. Uh, so this is the story of a refugee couple uh, who make an escape from South Sudan, which is undergoing a civil war. And they, they, come, they, do, they do the thing, they come across on the boats, mm-hmm. across the English Channel, uh, and they seek asylum when, when they get here. Mm-hmm. Um, we see a wee bit of that at the opening of the film. It's kind of quite, quite visceral, Aye, it's, it's like they're on the boat and uh, pe- people are falling off the boat and, and drowning and stuff. That was quite disorientating because mm. you don't really. I mean, you you know that obviously they're, they're you understand what's going on, but it's it's quite choppy. That uh, whole yeah. scene, it's quite you messy. Know, you know that someone's in the water. Ah, you're like who, who am I meant to be focusing? Mm. You don't really know who you're meant to be focusing on. Yeah. I suppose that's the whole point. It's to keep you kind of confused. To yeah. you know they did escape to England. But obviously the, the way they got there and the things that happened, you're not really sure what all that happened. The whole movie's kind of like that, just slowly reveals the, the details of, of their escape from Sudan to, to yep. get to England. Uh, yep, totally. It's quite good the way that, that unfolds. It is, absolutely. Yeah. And then when they get to England, it's the it's the kind of the asylum seeking type. Aye, so you see a wee bit of the process at the start that they're in a centre somewhere and they, they get uh, they get called up and told that they're, they're, they're going to be housed but there's all these rules put in place that they're told that they can't do this they can't find work they can't look for work they can't actually work and uh, Aye. they need to go to the house that they're being given and all, all that kind of stuff and apparently that's a thing when when seeking asylum like they don't actually, when people come here to seek asylum they get housed like they don't actually obviously they need to be given they need to go wherever they're given but yep. they're no, a lot of time they're actually told where they're going so much like in this film, when they go to where wherever it is, it's, it's like a, a council estate in England somewhere. That's London, isn't it? 
Well, as it is, no, it is London because he says London in it. He says because he at nah, one point. I know he know the bit you're talking about. He says to the guy, "So where where am I? Is it London?" And the guy goes, "I, I suppose." No, so it's as if like, it doesn't matter. As if it doesn't matter, he's like, "I should be happy." Aye, just, the guy's like, "Why not?" Aye, okay, you're in London. Whatever. Which is aye, which adds to the kind of yeah. delirious. But that's the thing that they get the taken moment. there through the night on a bus. So apparently that is the case. Like a lot of the time, they don't know where they are. They just aye. get plonked into this house somewhere and. Everything is confusing for them, because eh? mm. I because like there's the when they eventually get introduced, with it, it's a kind of social worker guy, kind of yeah, Matt, uh, Matt Smith. I, I, I recognised him. Was he Doctor <laughs> Who? He was, well, that's, that's probably what he's best known for as Doctor Who. Eh? I, I'm I'm not a doc, so he I was don't in know. Uh, most recently. He was in House of the Dragon, the Game of Thrones kind of people thing. I've never watched either, but he's, he's been in that. Nah, right. He was also in Last Night in Soho, the Edgar Wright film. I've never seen that either. Yeah, he's good in that. Is yeah, he? yeah, he's he's quite good. He's good in this. I, I like him. He's, I think he's a good actor. That's great. Please. This plays a really grounded guy in mm. this, you know. I mean, there's there's, there's no big. He's likable, yeah. Aye, you he's, can tell he kind of wants to help. Aye, him, he's, right? he's, it feels like he wants to help him, but he's sort of hamstrung by the system. Totally. You know? yeah. Aye, he's kind of. Aye, he can only show them so much kind of warmth and stuff mm. like that. Aye, he feel aye, aye, like he's kind of trapped by his own aye. job description. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but when he takes them, when he kind of takes them to the house and all that, and it's like. You know, it's not a good fucking area. It looks like the house aye, is aye. pretty run down. There's loads of rubbish in the, the garden. And aye, just just looks fucked. Yeah, totally. <laughs> You're like, oh, no. It looks like it could have been in Tyrannosaur. It looks aye. like an improvement in Tyrannosaur, <laughs> actually, man. Look, I'd rather live there than live <laughs> anywhere near fucking that place. Well, I live man. next door to Peter Mullen, though. No, dear fuck. <laughs> no. I mean, no harm to you, Peter, mate, if you're listening to this. But, <laughs> but uh, no, no nap movie anyway. Fuck that. I thought the film did quite a good job of kind of capturing that disorientation that they have. The whole, the whole thing feels kind of feels sort of dreamlike you know it's does like because you don't know where they are and they, they don't know, where, they they don't they know are. where they are and just when they're when they're out like there's, there is like a kind of let's say there's like a dreamlike quality to them I, I, the, when i was watching it i felt like it, this could be like you know when you're jet lagged and everything just feels a bit surreal and a bit weird Aye, and a bit like, off because your body's not supposed to be up Aye, at, that, I, at that time it felt like that to me like when I, I was did. watching it, you know, it was like, it was almost like they're jet lagged, even though they'd obviously been in the country for a while. No, I totally, yeah. I, everything was disorientating, mm-hmm. which only adds to the, the paranoia that ends mm-hmm. up happening. To like, that, there's the one bit where like, a, so her name's Real Majur in the film, but the, the, the actress is Winmi Misaku. Mm-hmm. Sorry, we're going to murder some names Sorry here. Sorry about that, aye. Uh, Winmi Misaku, like, there's a bit where she goes, she she's reluctant to go out, the house at first and the, the social worker dude draws this really really crude like drawn a map, map of how yeah. you get to the place like it's a doctor's office aye. or something like that isn't it? and then she goes out but she she gets lost quite easily and it's, it's that whole playing out the disorientation thing you know and then she and that's when she runs into the the young kids who are black aye so you get it you get the impression she feels almost kind of more comfortable it turns out they're fucking racist <laughs> Aye, they're they tell her to go back to Africa. Africa. Aye, they tell her to fuck off. They're making funny her accent and stuff. They're fucking yeah. me stuff like that. It's like, mm. this is England love and all that type yeah. of shit. Nah, we speak English, yeah. Uh, it's fucking... Stuff, uh, it's, yeah. You feel... That's the thing, the, the acting's fucking top, top Aye, tier in this, man. It's, mm-hmm. it's brilliant, it really uh, is. The, the guy who plays the husband is... Uh, right, I'm going for... Shope Derisu. He's English as well. Aye, yeah. both English. Um, the, their he, accents are brilliant. He plays ball, ball major. I would have never guessed. I would have, I would never no, have guessed they were English. Totally, they, were, yeah. they were spot on, mm-hmm. man. Oh, absolutely. That scene as well you're talking about where she's just, she just kind of seem to get, it's almost like she's in a maze. Aye. And she's every turn, because at one point she, she, she kind of goes through all these back kind of walkway bits round about the back of houses. Yeah. She's a kid playing football. 
but then she walks around another bit and the same, same kids, kids there. Yeah, yeah. So there's that surreal element as well. So mm. like you're talking about the dream thing. You're like, is she imagining this? She's actually there because how did that kid get from there to the yeah. other side? Because there's a wall dividing it. Yeah. And he's kicking the ball. So that I... I think there's a lot of wee things thrown into this that into the, the, the bits that are kind of more based in reality that also try to confuse you. Just so you kind of you can't really get a, a footing. Oh, you can't get a handle on a, on anything. The, the geography of the place or, no, or anything like that. Yeah. Aye, exactly. But when the, but the house is exactly the same because when they get into the house, the house is fucked, man. It's like there's holes in the wall, yeah. and it's obviously you know like you know how many people, the scatter flats they call them in Scotland. They it's a scatter mm. house, I take it. But they keep that's the thing as well. They keep kind of referring to them being lucky because they, they get this whole up and you know upstairs downstairs to house themselves. to themselves so yeah. I, I thought it's that playing on that kind of really ignorant view that a lot of people have to asylum seekers thinking that they get everything they get for everything, free, yeah probably yeah you know so I mm. think there's a wee bit of maybe that's a wee bit of commentary on that kind of yeah. ignorant kind of way of looking at things like you know look, look and they keep referring the people working the, the, the social work office keep saying that oh it's bigger than at my house ah, you keep, a few of them say that and it's ah, bigger than mine there's yeah. like a bitterness yeah playing into that but obviously they don't realise what's actually happening but it's kind of weird because when I first when, when the film first started I thought this was a haunted house movie but it's no it's it, a, it is and it they're haunted Aye. they're haunted but the yeah. house isn't actually haunted it's not it's like, one of the things I liked about the film is it plays on horror tropes like so there's the haunted house thing that, that there in itself where like you're lucky you're getting this whole house to yourself that in like a traditional haunted house movie that would be like why are we getting this house so luckily is it but see, that's it's what built I on thought. an ancient Indian burial ground you know it's <laughs> in that. the middle of London yeah. or whatever the fuck it's meant Aye, to be. there was a murder here or something because that's usually what it is in a horror film exactly you know? but it's actually them that fill the, yeah. the house with, with the, with the horrors. ghosts with the yeah. horrors Aye. Yeah. and the house does look thoroughly fucked up it does it, it doesn't look you know. um, very fucking uh, welcoming but then they, they, they seem quite happy when they get in there though they're, they're like Aye, they seem quite. Aye. They seem quite in love and all that. I think they feel. I, mean? I think they feel like they're lucky. They are lucky to to be alive and where they are, considering what they came Aye, from. Because they're getting yeah. executed. Because it's two yeah. tribes in it. That I, think, I think that's the idea. It's like two warring factions in in Sudan that are Aye. going from village to village, just, just killing each other, killing anybody that's not on their, on Aye, their side. Because that's a really that's a really kind of good bit of dialogue and cracking bit of acting when. Um, the, the guy's wife obviously I'm going to butcher the name yeah she's called Rial in the film Rial when Rial goes when she eventually does find the doctor's office and obviously to get checked up and stuff like that the woman that's doing the, the examination she starts talking about the markings in her yeah. face and stuff like that and then she kind of goes into a wee bit of the, the history of what's happening and she says like she marked herself with two different tribes markings so if she get found with the either tribe they would think she belonged to them yeah but then she talks about like the ones in her arms. She's like, that's the one she did to herself. She's had yeah. those to myself. And uh, so you get a really kind of, you know, that whole, again, that whole stigma and bullshit view that these people come, you know, and they take up jobs and, you know, they, they come, they get a sweet deal. I mean, the, the, these people are coming here for a fucking reason. Do you know what yeah. I mean? It's because they're, they're either mur being murdered in their own fucking mm. country. Do you know what I mean? And, they think anybody would deny anybody, you know, sa you know, sanctuary for that's fucking awful, really. Yeah, do you totally. know what I mean? Yeah. One thing we should bring up uh, that's quite important is that they've also lost their, their daughter. Yep, that's right. S supposedly. Aye. Um, aye. So there's a young girl that, that kind of dies on the way because uh, right on the boat. She because the boat capsizes mm -hmm. when they're trying to get yeah. to England, doesn't it? And right at the start, when the panel has seen them to tell them that they've got a home just before they come in, you hear them talking, and one of them says, "Oh, they've lost their daughter." Aye. So, aye, so that, that's that's a kind of important plot point. That, uh, that is kind of needed because it comes back in a big way later on. 
all majorly. It's the mm-hmm. whole crux of the film, really. Yeah, totally. Um, I because when I was watching it at first, when they get into the first night, they're there. There's holes in the wall and shit because obviously people you, you you're led to believe it, obviously people are just abusing the place and mm-hmm. fucking it up. Um, that's when you get your first kind of. I mean, it doesn't take long before the, the action starts kicking off with regards to you know like you know ghosts yeah. turning up and shit like that because like he's sitting in the living room he's selling obviously the place is getting no furniture it's just like it's a, just a hole basically and that's when he starts hearing like this it's like it's like a kid crying or something yeah. or a young girl speaking or something like and there's a hole in the wall and then for whatever reason he decides to fucking reach into this this fucking hole in the wall <laughs> I wouldn't he? you know it's uh, a whole horror thing you're in a horror movie uh, it's like you're in a horror movie what the fuck are you doing man just I uh, but he'd decide but then he starts pulling out Wait, wires, but then the wires start to become it's, like... It's going, then it becomes a rope. Rope, yeah. but it's covered in mud and it's disgusting and yeah. shit. I take it as many, but like seaweed ah, or vine, it's, like vine. it's supposed to be like a rope you'd get on a boat, I think. Ah, it's no, covered it's in seaweed, seaweed and shit stuff, like that. Yeah. But actually, before that happens, he, he kind of leans down, because the hole's kind of close to the bottom, mm. and he kind of leans down and he looks into it, but then as he leans back up, you get your first scare, and it's yeah, the, face. The, the girl with the face all yeah. fucking I, twisted. I, it was pretty creepy. It was like something at the ring or something. It was, ah, like, it was like, oh, the face is all distorted, yeah. and the eyes are bugged right out yeah. and all that, and you're like, oh, fuck, that like, <laughs> shit. I mean, that this movie does heavily lay into the, the scares, the, the jump, jump scares. scares yeah, oh, there's a few of them. They're, they're done well, though, I think. They are done well. I've got a wee criticism about this, actually. I think they overdo it though. I think it less would have been more with us. Mm. I think they just some some of the bits they put too. They, see, I've got this thing with horror movies, right? I don't know if you're the same, but see if like there's one thing there that's fucking with me, that's much more terrifying than loads of things being there. Mm. As soon as you actually start putting more, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's yeah. almost more creepier, like say, if you were in a house and Freddy Krueger was somewhere in the house, right? But if you knew Freddy Krueger fucking and a weird way almost they cancel each other out aye but so I think that was that is one criticism I have and it's a shame I think they just there is also the thing with the jump scares like Steven Spielberg finally talks about Jaws when he did uh, he he did the scare with the head with the head coming out of the boat boat. but he said he did it too early and uh, too soon after that he did another scare and the second scare didn't did he anyone? Aye, no, nobody. Because they'd, they'd already been. And they're expecting. Yeah. Aye, yeah, you're on edge. You need to leave I can't it. I don't know what the second one was. Or was it? Or was it the Ben Gardner's? No, the Ben Gardner's boat one gets you. Aye. And then there's one that happens after it, and he says that that didn't get them. He said he got greedy with the. the was it the chumming bit? With... Nah, it's not that bit. It's, it's earlier than that. Anyway, doesn't matter. Aye, aye but I, I, <coughs> that's what I'm saying. I think they. I think they, they. They put too much. Scare. This film does lose the the. The, the horror potency. kind of scare, like the potency of the Aye, horror, yep. because they do a lot of it. But Aye. I think that also, it kind of gets it out of the way to get to the crux of the story they're trying to tell, you know, because it's, Aye. although it's a horror film, it's a particular story wrapped up in a horror film. It's guilt. You know? Yeah. Aye. Aye, the, totally. the, the movie's about guilt. Mm, yeah. it's, it's completely about guilt. So I think they, they kind of, they do overdo this, the, the scare and the horrors and towards like, I don't know, say... So, you know, two thirds into the film, maybe two quarters into the film, halfway through, you, you, the, the horror side of it is kind of not quite as. It doesn't, doesn't affect it's you. Not affecting you. Yeah, because you've, you've had too much, for mm. me, you just had too much flung at you. Although the stuff they do do towards the start where they're setting up is quite good, I think. No, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. That, that, that's what I'm saying. It's like, um, because obviously the main character, the, the dude, um, he starts seeing stuff first and before the wife didn't he? He, start, he really mm. starts to kind of, he starts to really kind of see shit and stuff like that. 
he's in denial about the whole thing. He's yeah. just like, I'm no real. But then the she wife, she kind of is initially as well. But then, aye. But then, but they, she, they almost befriend her. Aye, because like, she she talks about it and she. That, that's the other thing about the film. That, so usually in a horror film, a haunted house horror film, it's all about the mystery of what's going on. Mm-hmm. And so it, it kind of drip feeds the information to find out what's going on. Yep. But in this, she straight away comes out and says, oh, "I know what's happening." Oh no! I, so I, I, I we're we're being we're being punished. We're being punished by uh, was this a night witch or something they call it's it? It's a witch that that belongs back in their culture. Yeah. Aye, and, aye, and she, she says, tells a story about she because there's that cracking scene where obviously there has been loads of the the man has experienced quite a lot of stuff at this point because yeah. I mean they ramp it up pretty quick. You know the ghosts showing up and stuff like that, and then they have like a meal um, in the kitchen and stuff like that, and that's when she starts going. That's when you you were talking about. She starts basically saying, "Well, we're being haunted." She tells a story about the, the man for her village that that stole ah, stuff went, to build to build a church or somewhere yeah. like or something, and then he was haunted by. He, he, he didn't realise he'd stolen from stone from this apeth, I think it's called. Ah, that's witch, right. Uh, aye, and therefore the witch was going to haunt him and basically until he killed himself, and aye. Then that's the only way he can repay repay the, the debt, debt for what he's done yep. and that's essentially yeah. what's going on uh, here because they've done something pretty horrible but you don't know yet yeah. see at this point I thought he'd let his daughter drown mm-hmm. he'd, he'd shot you know he'd shot uh, himself yeah. and just left his daughter he to drown and jump back in the boat so I think, he's del- I think it was smart in that it made you deliberately think that because mm-hmm. it, the, you get wee flashbacks of the boat and then the, la- the girl in the water so yeah. it kind of sets up like that's the reason well I don't know if that's what you thought when you initially saw it but that's what I thought aye aye no I, definitely I thought yeah. he'd left his daughter to die sort yeah. of thing but when they're having that conversation he's eating and they're both she won't eat but he's eating and then it pans out and she's not there anymore and it keeps panning out and it, it's fucking he's, brilliant aye, he's, on, he's on the ocean he's on the but, ocean but, but it's a bit of wall on his table with a bit of wall and a bit of floor aye yeah. brilliant yeah um, that was the stuff I was talking about the, the, can I see there's loads of that through it it looked fucking great mm-hmm. um Really, really, really brilliant, yeah. and showed that he's he's still there, Aye. in his mind he's still in that place, mm. regardless of where he is. And the real in real time, his mind's still trapped yeah. at that that point. But he's very much in denial about them being haunted. Oh, totally. even though he's he's seen all this stuff, he's like, oh no, we're just struggling to adjust. You know, Aye. You know? Aye. Aye. He's, he's no facing it. He's and he's just, trying, he's trying to adjust. He's trying to kind of fit in and Aye. be English. Aye, you know? be English and stuff yeah. like. He even goes to the pub and Aye, he sits and tries to sings along with him when they're singing about Peter Crouch. Aye, <laughs> Aye. exactly. It's quite funny. Aye, he's trying to buy like like the clothes to fit in and, mm. and all that type of shit. Is the hauntings get like progressively more aggressive because um, it starts off the usual stuff. People like things are appearing noises and, and aye, yeah. but then they they start almost assaulting them and stuff mm. like that. And this is when it's a kid's appearing. You don't know at this point that it's his quote unquote daughter, but it's got um, like a looks like a kind of African mask, it's like a weird uh, kind of tribal mask, mask sort of thing. It looks quite fucked up actually. Mm. The the child attacks him a bunch of times with that, which I thought was pretty cool because it's a full on like yeah. attack. Um, and his nerves are completely fucking rattled at this point. <laughs> the, this is what this is one of the most I thought like greatest bits in the film is where he goes back to the oh the, the housing office, the housing office man, and he's rattled. His nerves are pure. Oh man, but, 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 I mean, and he's like, I think you need to rehome me. But he's that he plays it that way where he's like fucking like on the, the you know if you he's on the edge aye, aye, <laughs> he's like smiling but he looks fucking psychotic yeah. as if he's <laughs> just got to lose like if you were speaking to that guy face to face you'd be like I'm getting to fuck away from this guy you get your section, aye, you're getting sectioned pal you're <laughs> fucked up aye because uh, Matt Smith's like what's the problem he's like oh there's there's rats <laughs> and he's aye. like big big rats big rats and yeah. shit like that and he's bit that bit was 
fucking excellent. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like it's a good bit of acting like, from really, that guy. Uh, oh, he's shoppy. He's first class. Yeah, he's fucking amazing. Do you know what I mean? Because they, they say he's going to. Eventually, they do go back out to the house, don't they? Aye, they go out to assess them and uh, they start to put all the holes in the walls. Aye, because at this point he goes fucking bananas, and because they're in the walls, the, he's seen his ghosts in the walls running about and peeking through the holes in the yeah, walls. So he's hammering into the walls to try and get to. Aye, them he fucks stuff, the yeah. place up, and then obviously they come, and they're like, "Man, you fucked this place up." Yeah. And he's like, "No, please give us another chance." And he he kind of cuts him a bit of slack because look, the guy he's with to assess the damage that he's done, he wants to basically write it up, and he eventually goes like, "Man." let's give him another chance yeah. so he is a good guy he's trying he is trying yeah. to help them and stuff like that um but obviously that well this is happening at the start of the movie like you're saying that they're very much like in love still or you get the vibe they still are but that they start to see them the, the man and the wife Aye, the relationship is deteriorate stretched yeah because she knows fine well why this is happening and stuff mm. like that and obviously but she seems to be in better terms with the with the ghosts because they don't seem to be like assaulting her. Although she's complicit in what happens, aye, it's him that instigates it. Oh no, totally, yeah. aye, totally. And you know, what's she going to do? Do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? We, in we that can, situation, we can kind of talk about that bit now if you want. So aye, aye. We, we get we get the back the backstory of what happened in yep. a pretty cool sequence. So Ball has basically said that she wants to leave, and Ball said, You're, "We're not leaving." And he, boards up all the, the doors he like, puts all nails the in and the breaks all the handles and stuff mm -hmm. but then at one point she manages to get out and she climbs out a window but when she climbs out the window mm -hmm. she is now back in Sudan at right. the school that I guess she worked at the school aye because he says he was a he was a banker when he yeah. was back in Sudan and mm -hmm. she said aye I think she was a teacher was maybe a teacher or something there. like that yep. and then we get a kind of replay of like what, what happened on the, the day that they left that was and, brilliant that bit aye, was excellent it's really good and it takes a funny turn because it stops being the horror film and then becomes the like this political aye, kind political of aye yep totally thing about what, what's going on in Sudan mm -hmm. uh, aye so, so I mean basically the gist is that rebels are the forces come through this school and are slaughtering everybody mm -hmm. and then she hides and then he comes to get her and they, they get away but as they're getting away they, they go to get on this bus ah it's for refugees it's for refugees them, and yep. they're trying to get on it and uh, I think the, the person who's dealing with getting people on the bus is like children only children only they've not got children it no. turns out no um, even though we thought they had a daughter aye at the start yeah. Right, so he, he just grabs this random girl that's in, in the group and says this is my aye, daughter he holds her up and says aye. child he's like aye, child, 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 child. Aye, and then he gets on the bus and so uh, his wife uh, Rial also is on the bus and you see that the kid's fucking distraught because yeah. her mum's been left behind yeah the, the mum is shouting on the bus and aye. the kid is shouting and aye, it's horrible there's that whole thing yeah, and they basically abduct this child to, to save themselves he does he does, aye, he does. She, she's complicit in it because she starts cuddling her and saying oh, I'll look after you and stuff ah and yeah yep she does give him a look in the bus mm. when the you know when eventually got on the bus and the little girl was going, going crazy and shit yeah. like that he, she does look back and like, gives him a really serious look at disgust he's yeah. like what the fuck did you just do it's done at that point so they're yeah. just like right well, we need to deal with it now do you but, know what I mean essentially they've taken this girl I mean fuck, who's aye. to say they were, they've taken her to her death you know because totally. she ultimately drowns in the, the crossing over to, aye, over to aye. England. And her mum most definitely died. Yeah. She would have been shot to death yeah. because totally. obviously there was a, a rampaging mm. gang or the, the rival tribe or whatever it was they were just going to yeah. kill everybody there. Mm. Um, but obviously on the way over, aye, the boat capsizes yeah. and the girl drowns. Um, and we get a wee bit of that as well, a wee bit more in detail. Ah, you get a bit more of what, what kind of happens. Aye, and that bit was that that looked. I, I like the way that was filmed. That hmm. it was really it must have been challenging to feel like that because it yeah. looks like real water. It looks like pitch black as well. Aye, I mean, but, but there's 
but I like the way the water looks because mm. obviously it's at night. It, look, it almost looks like tar. Yeah, yeah. you know what I mean. It's, uh, it looked it looked really 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 mm. good. Do you know what I mean? And that's the thing with this the the, the visual effects. Oh, the visuals in are amazing. Just the way it's shot. A hundred percent. The effects and everything. It's, it's really good. And that that whole sequence was brilliant. I thought aye. like they escaped from Sudan basically. Aye, um, and I like the the difference in the the contrast. I don't know if they used a different, uh, you know, a different camera or, or just different color saturation, but I liked it because it was still very. It looked like you were in the Sudan. It mm. you know it looked bright. You know what I mean? Everything aye. was really vibrant looking. I believe they went to Morocco to shoot that. Right, so right, okay. In a different country. Aye, like, but you know, I, but I know what you mean. Aye, the aye. actual look, of the it. actual look of yeah. it, it looked really hot and tropical. Mm. You know what I mean? That yeah. sort of you know environment, and then the contrast between the really drab, you know, house yeah, and aye. and being in England and, and being fucking grey. <laughs> so I like that, but as yeah. well, so uh, the, I like that the contrast. It's a cool stunt in that sequence as well, like the, the guy on fire. The man that that was really cool. Aye, it was, yeah. aye, and I think that was a real dude. I don't think it, it was, was CGI aye, no, that, fire. That, that looked real. Yeah, aye, totally. that, that dude was. He's just kind of walking down the street with his case on fire. Aye, that was fucking brilliant. Aye. That, but because they're no hiding on top of a roof at that point. Yeah, and all the all the rebels and stuff are, but I'm calling them rebels, I don't know, the forces, mm -hmm. the, 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 the warring factions yep. are all like kind of running about executing That's right, he just walks in. He's just walking. Really powerful uh, image. Yeah. I, I looked fucking, because he just walks in kind of casually. Uh, he's, he's not even screaming around, he's just on fire. He's just on fire. <laughs> yeah. I would be fucking screaming, man. Totally. That, that would be. <laughs> right. But aye, so that's when you find out, right, this aye, is making sense. You know what's happened. Uh, yeah. He stole... He stole a child to save himself and the kid had died in the fucking process, yeah. you know what I mean, of coming over as well. So he's got two strikes. So I, I don't know how the, the APF gets involved. Well, that's they, they obviously... Because steal from it, you know? I think it's just for anybody that does that, it's a aye. curse that, that, that... It's that, just that, that they're instantly cursed. Aye, or maybe yeah. it's something to do with the, the tribe that they're in or something mm. like that. It, it links itself to them through the tribe that they're related yeah, to or maybe, whatever. Maybe. I think it's... Aye, I think that's kind of the, the kind of gist, aye, but... So anybody that does that sort of thing, you're, you've got this thing to basically fucking fake Contend fight. With, yeah. At this point, like you were saying, she's, you know, we get that cool flashback and stuff like that. She finds him in the kitchen and he's cut himself with a, with a yeah. knife. He's really struggling. He's like you're saying, he's really trying to make, he's basically trying to bury his head in the sand and go, aye. right. He's, he's trying to hide. Aye, basically, like, I think he's like, let's, let's say, immerse ourselves in this in English this culture. culture and and we're all cultural the, fuck aye, off. We'll go away and leave us alone. Aye, yeah. But that's not what's happening. Mm. So eventually, you kind you kind of start to feel like I don't know about you, but at the start you feel sorry for him. Mm -hmm. Then by the time you find out, you know, this all starts to unfold about him stealing the kid. Uh, you know, like, like oh, it's like I still almost felt bad for him. I didn't feel like obviously what he did's a bad thing and all yeah, that, yeah. but I could see I was trying to put myself into a more human element of that of just pure utter desperation I to try and, and get in, out in this. that moment. Uh, you're not thinking. You're, kid, yeah. you're not thinking. You're not thinking rash. It's not like you predetermined. Yeah. I'm going to go and steal a kid. You know, and he's, he's in just moment, in a he's in a group of people all trying to get on this bus to he's get away to safety. Him and his wife. Uh, and he just he did a bad thing. Yeah. You know, I mean, it doesn't make necessarily make him a bad guy because I don't think he is a bad well, guy. He, he says that at the start of the film. No, when when they're getting he's housed, like, they're he's like, we're not bad people, and the housing guys like that's that's not what this is about. But it is what the film is about. Good people can do bad. Ah, that's it. So you're supposed to kind of start to dislike him again but then obviously he become he realises he's no escaping this fucking mm. thing this is just going to because he has like a, a kind of meeting with it no, no, he's, he's, that's another cool sequence actually where he's sitting in the, the living room and he's got like a candle Aye. and then the candle becomes a campfire and he's out in the, the wilderness and, the, that's right. and the, the witch doctor comes to him and says to him I, I can bring back the, the kid's called uh, Niagak I think Says I can bring Niagak back. He's like, but but all, all I need is your flesh. Is, you know, uh, you need you to die, basically. Yeah. 
it, it's weird because is he trying to commit suicide when he cuts his arm? No, because I think it says it needs his flesh. So I, I don't is know if he's just like. Because he cuts himself across the forearm. And I'm thinking, mm. is he deliberately trying. I don't think so. I don't think he's trying to kill himself. I think he's just offering up blood. Blood or something. That's the only time you kind of see his wife start to see that he really does. She, you know, because you kind of get the vibe that halfway through she's completely disconnected from because she wants to mm. go back to the sedan. Aye, she, she's, she's, go back. she doesn't want to, because throughout she's trying to hold on to all their old belongings Cultures and stuff and, and their culture. Aye, he, he burns it all because he she, thinks it's She's cursed. eating with her fingers and he's using the cutlery and stuff. Aye, and so. aye, totally. But he kind of cuts himself when she comes in and finds him. She, he, she still loves him and she says it, it genuinely does feel fucking terrible for what he done. But then that's when he, obviously, at the blood... Because on you know that old trope when the old blood goes onto the floor and it, it summons uh, the it opens up the, 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 the portal yeah. or the pit of hell, which was also really really it was cool. Yeah, really, the floor really cool. splits open. Uh, it's excellent actually. It was really really well yeah. done, man. It was brilliant. Um, and then we get the, the the battle with the the fucking monster thing, yeah. which I thought looked cool. It did. It did. It's I, because it was done practically, like you said. I wonder. I was wondering if it was the same guy that they always get him. Like he always plays those type of characters. He played the child eater. Uh, he also played Abe Sapien and oh, yeah. you know the guy I'm Doug, talking about Doug Jones is that his name yeah, I, no it wasn't him I no. looked him up I can't, I can't remember but he always name. plays those types of characters kind of spindly because he's a really spindly yeah. guy um, but it reminded me of some like, a character like, like Del Toro would have aye like, same same type of thing he was a guy called Javier Botet alright okay hmm. let's see who else he's been in they play hmm. any monsters Probably all he does. Oh, he was in, played the hobo in it. Uh, he was in the mummy. He was in the Conjuring too as the crooked man. Ah, so, so he's, right, a, he's, he's one a, of those dudes. He's uh, same as Doug Jones. He's does, a spindly dude. Kind of thing. He's a spindly monster guy. Yeah. But uh, that, that <laughs> spindly monster that guy. Man. But that bit was cool, man. Because um, it because it does it it, it kind of tackles him to the floor. And then it, it tries puts it, his fingers into his, in his wound, wound and, and starts to kind of go slide a bit skin. in the thing where uh, oh with the face I gets grabbed in the face and it's like I, I, it's like that's putting his fingers in his eye. fucking ooh. But I thought it was trying to wear his skin. I thought you know because he wear him. That was burrowing itself. I was fucking aye. sore looking man. It started burrow itself into that wound. Yeah, with its hand and all that. But then obviously. Well, that's happening. The wife decides, nah, man, he's paid his penance. Aye, man. He's, he's, it's his wife that saves aye. him. And she comes in, slits it, she jumps up and slits his throat. And it basically, it, it fucks off. Aye. Yeah. And then it's like meant to be like a bit later on and they're back in the house and the social worker back and they've, they've fixed the wall themselves and all that. And no, the place to, is looking a wee bit nicer. Aye, they yeah. seem to be like adjusting, obviously, because they've got this fucking monster to fuck. But, yeah. but have they really? But you don't really know. Well, that's the, the light line at the end of the film uh, when they're talking to Matt Smith and saying that they're integrating stuff. And because I think he, one one point he does say Matt Smith, "Oh, we've got ghosts." No, his wife does. Aye, and then, she says ah, that you told right. him about the ghost, or the witch, right. the witch, the yeah. witch, or something like. And Matt Smith asks him, "He's like, have you, you, you still got the ghost?" Then he's like, uh, "He's like, your ghosts follow you, like they stay with you." Aye, it's aye. like you were saying at the start, like it's them that's haunted. It's not the house. Yeah, totally. And like you don't you don't get rid of your past. No, you know, your past stays with you. That's uh, essentially uh, what he's saying. You absolutely. just it's just how you deal with it. Aye, it kind of makes it. a difference. A hundred percent, man. And then it kind of that is kind of the end of the movie. Do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, um, so kind of, I like the way it didn't do that kind of typical. Oh, he's a wee bit of horror at the end. Aye, then no, was, the movie was done. I like that, but like, it did it did show you like so he's standing in the doorway and then all the people from the boat are, are with him. Aye, they're still no, there. It's, it's that thing he was talking about about 
they're still they're always going to be haunted aye, by you this, just need you know? to know how to live with it you just need to deal with it you just need to get on yeah. with it aye, mm-hmm. and forge forward sort of thing but uh i it was um i like films like this where they take other cultures like we spoke about with nocebo as well you know it was like a, it was a it was a typical horror film but with a different culture I like that. Same as this, it was a haunted house film, but with different cultural references. Sudan, well, how would you say? But Sudanese, Sudanese, yeah, yeah Sudanese, uh, Sudanese, yeah. Sudanese culture involved, yeah. which makes it just makes it up fresh. Take, I totally, yeah. Take on it visually as well, because it, you know a lot of the the the, the demons were well, like tribal, Aye. painted up, and then you know the, the kind of what you know. I don't want to use the wrong term here, but they act the kind of tribal paint and yeah, stuff yeah. like that. So. That was interesting because ghost normally is you know the long straggly hair and the, the fucking white the, the face, head, the head to the sides, aye, like, all that, aye, all that <laughs> shit. But that was a different take, you know what mm. I mean? It was like it was their version, yeah, and it was visually unique. Yeah, definitely. I mean? The guy, uh, guy had a good vision for the film. He did die. I would say, like I say, my, my only criticism was I think they, they, they laid into the, the scares just too hard. I definitely lost the horror, like getting, getting more into the film. They it, it lost, it was it became less creepy as it went on Aye. as well. It was a wee bit creepy at the start and then you had the few jump scares, but the more horror they put into it, the less horror Effective it felt. it became. Yeah. Aye. So less is more, man. Mm-hmm. It really is. And mm-hmm. for horror, it most most definitely is. Do you know what I mean? Less is more. Yeah. Because it's like anything in it. If you if you overuse anything, it loses oh, yeah, its it loses sure. its impact. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Looked fantastic. Acting was fucking brilliant. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you know, there were certain points in that it felt like it was you know they weren't acting. No, yeah, you, you can't can't fault the actors at all. No. great performances. I find that with a lot of the, the British stuff, man, the acting just seems to be that really fucking on point. You yeah, know what I mean, aye. really on point. You yeah. know, um, but I liked that. But it, and it kind of reminded there was the elements of it that. I wouldn't, I wouldn't say hammer horror. That's no. That's no. I mean, hammer horror is not the right thing. But it felt like a British horror. It did. Aye. And I, and I've came to the conclusion through doing this podcast that I just like British horror movies mm-hmm. better than I do American. Because yeah, I was around the ritual as Aye. well. Like that was. Mo- I'll say. I'll rephrase that. Modern horror. Right. Obviously, because a lot of classic stuff in America, like you know, the thing and yeah. all the, like all those types of things, and they're they're all fucking brilliant. Do you know what I mean? But I, I think like the UK is definitely. Um, because I mean, the daddy all, all the horror that's coming out of the states really is like a version of the film that came before it. Ah, the film exactly. That came before that, you know, was I feel that the, the UK stuff is like we're doing more unique it. stuff. Aye, and we're looking we're looking at other cultures mm-hmm. horror. You know, like you know, yeah, I mean, just the movies we spoke about, like Nocebo, The Ritual. Aye, now this, yeah, they, they, three I, totally different films, but all horror culturally just specific to those areas. Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? And. We're looking, I think the UK stuff's just more on point and, and kind of more cerebral, yeah, you know what I mean? And, and almost grounded in it. There always seems to be more of a sense of being grounded in reality in the UK yeah. stuff. Like Ritual's guilt again, you yeah. know, the guilt mm-hmm. of he's, like, he could have helped his friend, but he didn't. He? And, yeah. and you know, Nocebo as well, Nocebo, actually, because exactly. she, she's cut up by the guilt of the, the factory. And, exactly. Yeah. So it's, they're, they're very based in reality, which only adds <laughs> to the, the actual real horror. Yeah. Because real horror is reality. It's, real it's, human uh, real, feelings and emotions. Absolutely, yeah. man. Mm. And what you manifest is a result of trauma. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Mm. So um, for a first movie, man, I thought it was fucking brilliant, oh, it was, man. It was expertly executed. Man, for, Aye, for sure. I mean, yeah. it's, it's a real... But that's what I'm saying. This dude, the guy that did the ritual... And, and why are they not really doing fuck, I, yeah. I don't even know if they did, did, did Nocebos did anything either. Yeah. It's fucked up. It's like, there's three movies I've we've done on this podcast that... I've been really, really strong films, and I'm just like, and they're all like first, maybe first time, second time directors or whatever, but then they don't do anything again. Yeah. But yet you're getting fucking really shit 
directors getting repeat like case in point Rob fucking zombie yeah. who gets money thrown at him to make the most pure isle shite I've ever yeah. seen in my life and they're getting guys like this that could really forge the fucking Do, genre doing of horror things, Do, doing fresh original takes exactly. on still staying within horror and still still dealing with some of the tropes that you get within oh, totally, horror 100%. putting a new spin on that and a different visual I, different yeah. visuals and all that you know what I mean and just I just making it just much more interesting mm-hmm. I wish Hollywood just oh, it's, oh, no, that obviously this isn't a Hollywood movie but you know what I mean just the film industry would just fucking back these guys more in and I mean obviously they're, they're looking at it as a business and they need to see, a, see it making money but like you were saying, maybe not so much in the Seaboard, I don't know how well it did, but this was really well received and obviously Netflix don't release their, their viewing figures, but I imagine a lot of people watch this. Oh, fuck I time, 100%. Because you know? yeah. I remember it being advertised. Yeah, totally. You know, there was a big advertising push behind it and aye. as I was saying, like the, the reviews were really positive. Uh-huh. Aye. So, aye. aye, I mean, get, get the guy back in and give him another shot. 100%, man. Um, it's, a sh- it's a real fucking shame, do you know what I mean? And mm. like you say, these guys are doing these kind of unique looking outside the the typical fucking here's a scary girl with hair over her fucking face yeah. shit that how I mean how many more fucking films are we going to see like that do you know what I mean I mean I just like I mean horror arguably horror is my favourite genre of film do you know what I mean like arguably more so kind of horror mystery thriller yeah. you know what I mean not just I mean straight up horror films you know what I mean like you know they are what they are you know what I mean mm. but like but they, the, the, the UK stuff just seems to add that wee bit of extra that grounding in yeah. reality which makes them much more interesting I guess it's just I mean? getting away from that American vibe you know it's not, it's not in an American city it's not all American actors you know, yep. it's, it's getting away from that vibe as well Aye, the, the, I, I can't remember the last American horror movie that I saw that I liked mm. it's been a while do you know what I mean but I've seen loads of you know British ones or UK made ones was, was it Smile did you say do you know, do you see that was alright yeah. it was alright I wouldn't say it was brilliant or mm. that, but it was alright yeah but um, and Barbarian was shit. Yeah, that was fucking terrible. And everybody was saying that was like maybe amazing. And yeah, it was. It was okay. I was like, just. I didn't like it. It got to a point where I was like, yeah. started off pretty good. It did. It started, started off. off more like a, like a UK yeah. horror movie, mm-hmm. and then just dwindled into the usual. Yeah. Here's a here's a fucking weird looking fucking zombie woman or whatever the fuck it was meant to be chasing yeah. people about. I was just like, this that this is tired, man. This yeah. is this is tired shit. It needs to be put to bed. And going going back a bit, it follows. Brilliant. It's, it's a modern film, but it's, I mean that was a while ago. That's got to be ten years ago. That I that was that was uh, probably one of the American ones that really kind of still land, yeah. lands when you watch it now. Do you know what I mean? But he's did he did a, another film after that was actually pretty good as well. I'm sure the guy that did really? that follows. That follows twenty fourteen. That was ten years ago, man. Was it fucking yeah. hell? What did he do after that? <laughs> hey, let's find it. I think he did another Just film after that. His page. Aye, right, David Robert Mitchell. Yeah. See another one that did one movie and then that was him. Nah, he's done. Uh, so he did it for us and he did a film called Under the Silver Lake, which I've heard of. Oh, hang on, that's a written by. I don't know what he directed. Yeah, so he directed Under the Silver Lake as well. I've never heard. I might check that out. Yeah, I've, I've heard of it, but I don't know much about it. Is that a horror film? I don't know. Man. You check it out. Yeah. But he's but, obviously he's got the sequel to It Falls coming. Oh, soon. that's right. I they fall. I don't know. We'll see. I don't yeah, know, we'll man. I, I think a film like that's kind of one and done, man. Probably. Unless he does something different with it. You've, uh, you've, you've kind of, uh, if you stick to the same format, you're failing in my eyes. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? It needs to be a different. Yeah. It needs to be more into the lore of what's happening then. You know what I mean? It needs to go into a different element of the story rather than just here's mm-hmm. fucking things following you about again. It worked in the first movie. I mean, f- famously, everybody spoke about it at the time. It was, it was a film about STDs. 
Aye, totally. Basically, aye. you know, you can never aye. shake the STD. So, what, what's the what'll be the, the underlying theme of the next one? Aye, know? it's 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 always at your back. You know yeah. what I mean? You can kind of escape mm. it, sort of thing. But uh, I thought the uh, back to the form again. I thought it was uh, for, I thought it was really really good. Yeah. Man. I really really enjoyed it. Sh- shall we rate it? Ah, you go first, mate. Sure. Hey, a three and a, and a solid solid three. Aye, yeah. I was going to say exactly the same. Yeah. A three. Um, it, it ticked all the boxes. I, I definitely recommend it to to somebody mm, to watch for sure. But it's no for your it's no for your casual um, horror fan. I don't think because I think it's too. I don't know. I think there, there's enough in there for people to kind of enjoy. So? I think yeah, there's enough scares and stuff. Mm. Aye, it's just the kind of the kind of I I think it's the more dare I say the most more kind of smart element of it. They <laughs> might put a lot of folk off. No, I'm saying that people. No, like, I know you mean. No, there's horror like, movies. I, I think I think you can watch it as a, a straight horror movie, but there's if you're wanting, there's other things you have to dig into. Aye, it's like a drama. Mm-hmm. It's aye, it's equal yeah. parts drama and horror. Mm-hmm. It straddles both really, really well. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like you could cut the, you could almost like cut two mini films. Either there could be one that's about this Sudanese couple escaping the the, the war and, aye, which and I mean which this is about, but it's got that horror thing going on. Aye. And there's another one that could be just the straight people moving into a house, house and it's haunted. And it's haunted. Aye. aye, so it could work into it yeah. works into um, thingies, but I really hope the guy makes some more stuff. Me too. Aye, yeah, definitely. Aye. Um, We'll see. He's, he's got nothing on his, his slate, it seems like. It's a real shame, Which is man. a shame if he's given up. Hashtag him in this, man. Yeah, right. Get on the podcast and talk to us about it. Make more shit. Aye, makes. make more stuff, mate. Because <laughs> I'm sick of shit. <laughs> cool. Let's uh, take a look, see what we're going to get hit with next week. If I can find the thing. The Wheel of Doom. There it is there. It's a bit dusty. I'll use it for a year. That's it. Get a clean exit. No, that's the thing. I meant to see Mr. Sheen. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> got his spunk on it. <laughs> spunk the wheel. Spunk on the wheel. Oh, man. A film called Sisu from 2023. All right, I've done anything about this. Uh, this is probably one I've added that I've read about somewhere. I don't remember. Is it? Anything. No idea. Don't know. No, nothing. You need to tell me how it's spelled because I'm never finding that. S I S U came out last year. S I S U. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. Okay. I've, obviously, I've read about it somewhere. Smashing. Well, it'll probably be grim as fuck then. Probably. <laughs> Catches. See you later. <laughs>